You're listening to Women in World War II, a novel experience, hosted by me, Anna Parker Naples. I'm taking you through the journey of writing and publishing my first historical novel, focusing on the history of women at home in Britain, the Bletchley Park girls, the factory girls, the Wrens, the Wafts and the Land girls. I'll be sharing with you the challenges of the research, the learning and the writing struggles as I celebrate with you the women at home in Britain in the 1940s. Hey, so today I am in the process of putting together a number of submissions, if you like, that's probably the correct word for it, that I know will start to make me feel as though my writing career is progressing. And you never know what happens when you put things out into the world. So I'm going to just work through what I'm having to work on and the challenges that this is throwing up for me. So as I've mentioned on this podcast before, as part of Faber Academy's offer on their their six-month writer novel course, if you do it in person, you then go into an anthology alongside your peers that then gets sent out to lots of agents and publishers. And it's actually kind of a lot of them really look forward to getting it because they know that we have been worked on in order to know how to write. And in that, we need to provide a 50-word bio. And that's really hard for someone like me who's done a million different things. Where do I even start with who I am and what I've done so that it captures someone's attention but doesn't make me sound like an egotistical nutcase? And that's proving really challenging. 50 words to say who you are and to also entice them to take an interest in what you do. Do you go for a bit of humor? Do you go for dry and a little bit boring? I just don't know. So that one's tripping me up a little bit. And then we need to create our synopsis, which is 300 words, absolutely no more, can be under, but no more. That is about the entire book. Now, this is about the core story. And what it is not is a marketing blurb like you might see on the back of a book. This is to give agents all of the hidden secrets, all the twists and turns, so they see the full shape of the story. Now, as a writer, you know that every single one of those 300 words really matters. So that has taken weeks to write. And I'm very fortunate with my community, my writing peers that I've met through Faber, that we are supporting each other so well. And if any of you guys are listening, I can't tell you how thankful I am to have you. And also our tutor very kindly agreed to look at the first round of draft of that. So we're nearly there with that in terms of what's going for Faber. And then we have a deadline. The first deadline that's looming for me is a 1,000 words of the very start of my book. Now, this is challenging because I have not finished my book. (laughs) And in fact, writing the synopsis actually made me have much more clarity about what the whole book is. So even though I've written something like 70,000 words, if not more now, I know the beginning of the book, what I've written so far certainly the first 10,000, a lot of that's going to have to be cut. So I'm almost having to put on hold finishing the book in order to create this 1,000. Now I'm pretty much there, pretty much there. I think it's super sharp. I've had several rounds of it that my writing peers and my tutor have seen. And I'm much clearer, like my writing is so much stronger than it was when I started this process. I know so much more about what I'm doing, but still it's a thousand words that are actually going out to demonstrate my work for an initial response from agents or publishers or nothing. Like this could be tumbleweed or it could be the start of my writing career. So that's feeling kind of big. And I have to just kind of trust the process, trust that I know my writing's good enough. A lot of it is timing. 
And actually, initially I was thinking, God, how, a thousand words is so little. How can anyone tell whether you can really write in a thousand words? But you absolutely can, having seen other versions of anthologies in the past that they've done since they've been running this flagship course. So that's all of those. So that's what I'm working on there. Then I decided that I would join some of my writing buddies to go to York Festival. So this will be the first ever book festival that I've ever been to. And I can't go for the whole weekend because it always makes me sound, I always think this is just so nuts that I'm saying this, but I'm flying out to Necker Island to mastermind with Richard Branson for my business, which makes me sound like I'm some massive jet setter, which isn't quite my life. But I didn't think I could go to York as a result of that. But when I realized you could go for just one day and you would still have, there's all sorts of events throughout the weekend, but there were three things that I really wanted if I were to go. So I'm literally driving there and back in a day, which is a lot of driving, but it feels like the right move for me. And one of the things was that they host a Friday night live where anyone who wants to can submit their first 500 words of their novel and... I think it's eight people get selected to read it out on stage. Now, I love a competition. I already know I'm going to have worked on a thousand words. So I'm definitely going to have 500 that can go. I'll have already done that piece of work. So why not enter? And if it just so happens that I end up getting chosen to read on stage, well, I'm an actor, bloody love that stuff. And (laughs) I would be in my element, quite frankly. And if not, then it will be a wonderful opportunity to see other people's work and what got selected. So I've got that submission coming up and that one goes in blind. We don't submit it with our name, with any details about the book, anything, not even the book title, I don't think. It's just about the writing on the page and how much does it lift and jump and engage people. And then the other thing that I really wanted to book York for was that they have an opportunity for everyone, whether they're there for the whole weekend or whether they're there just for one day like me, to meet two agents or two book doctors, should you wish to have those one-on-ones. And they are just 10 minutes long. But if you see agents, they read in advance your bio, your synopsis, your query letter, which has to be bespoke to them. It's not just a generic, hey, choose my book. You know, I've got to do the research on the particular agents that I'm going with and send 5,000 words of the opening of my book, which isn't finished yet. As I said, the book's not finished. I've got a thousand words polished with an inch of their life. And now I know that I have to cut a lot of the book and go back and reevaluate what actually still stands. And at the moment, that's freaking me out as I'm recording this. The kids are about to break up from school in this afternoon at the end of July. And I haven't written for days, maybe even a week and a half, because I've had so much going on in the business in order for me to have a break over the summer. But then I am driving up. My parents have a, a beautiful spot where they have a caravan up in Fife. And when I get there, I'm actually going to be able to focus completely and utterly on getting these submissions done and maybe not completing the book, but getting a a lot further on progressing. I would hope that not only will I get all of these submissions completed, but I will also potentially write another 10,000 words in that time. I won't have to feed the children. I won't have to walk the dog. I'll barely have to get dressed. It's going to be magical. So I can see that it's coming. But right now, 
I'm feeling very much under pressure to get these things done. And I'm having to remember that this is actually a joyful process. And I'm having to listen to my own advice and trust, just trust that what is for you won't go by you. But also I want to give myself the best opportunity. So we're kind of advised with Faber to um, the anthology. We're not even sure what date it will go out. I would imagine it'll be early to mid-September by the time that lands on agents and publishers' desks. We're told that really not to start pitching to querying with agents and publishers until that has been out in the world for about a month. So by October, November, I will definitely have finished the draft zero of this book um, and be fully into draft one. Whether it'll be in a condition to actually show to agents at that point, I don't know, but I'll be much further along the process. And as I said, right now, I feel tremendously under pressure fitting things in alongside my normal work, my normal routines, my family. Right now, in Jan, in July, when there's so much going on with the kids' schools, so much in my business, having that feeling of wrapping everything up, I'm really feeling it right now. So I'm hoping that I'll get a chance to record an episode or two while I'm away when I'm not under this pressure. And by the time the episodes go out, I'll be beyond that. I may even have been to York by the time you next properly hear about this process. But that's it from me. I hope it's been interesting. Reach out to me on my new social handles at Anna Parnap on Twitter and at Anna Parnap on Instagram. Just let me know you've listened. Just say hi. Let me know which show you've been listening to that is specifically the World War II podcast because I have a few. So people do reach out to me all of the time. And that's it for today. How are you? Are you writing something? How's that going? How's the process? Are you not a writer, but you're thinking you'd like to be? Or are you just mad for historical fiction? Or are you just listening because you like watching whatever crazy ride I go on next in my life? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Women in World War II, a novel experience. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me on Instagram at Anna Parker Naples. Let's make sure we celebrate these incredible women at home in Britain in World War II.